Hello and welcome to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. We turn over 70 million. We're a big organisation. If we can use our spend to buy social to procure in the right way, that is a really good example for others to follow. It's too complicated to measure our impact. We don't have the resources. Nobody cares. We can't afford it. Yes, you can and yes, you must. And in the Make an Impact podcast, Heidi Fisher explores how organisations put impact at the heart of what they do and how you can too. In today's episode, I'm talking to Jean Jarvis from Reekin Housing Group about how they are embracing social enterprise and delivering social value and using social impact champions to spread the message and generate enthusiasm across Reekin Housing Group for social enterprise. Jean, do you want to just tell us a little bit about your role and what you're doing at Reekin Housing Group, please? Yeah, so I'm the Managing Director of Fuse Enterprise, which is uh, now part of the Reekin Housing Group. It's a a social enterprise um, company that delivers um, some services. So we we have uh, Clean Cut Services, which is a grounds maintenance, cleaning and environmental improvement company that now employs, we just employed our 13th person. And that's started as a very small social enterprise um, with two staff. And now, as I say, we're just taking on our 13th and we're turning over about half a million there, which is amazing. Um, and we, so that, so we, that did, operates as social enterprise as part of the Regional Housing Group. We also um, set up and now manage the Northfield Centre, which is in Staffordshire and is part of the Northfield Village, which is a social enterprise hub. Um, that is um, uh, delivers a, a lot, lots of different things. It's got shops in there. It provides volunteering opportunities. It's the heart of the Northfield Village, which is a, a a care village with a dementia unit, an extra care facility, GP surgery, pharmacy, and tucked away in the background is a women's refuge. So it's at, at the heart of that. It's really doing well. It's in its fifth year. Lovely. It sounds um, like you're very busy. <laughs> yeah, so that, that is, that's the practical stuff we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my, my role is also leading on social investment. So um, we, um, the Reekin Housing Group has taken the decision that it wants to embed uh, a culture of social enterprise with, um, around the, the two main um, business streams, <clears throat> which are housing and care. Uh, is this uh, social value is wrapped around everything that we do. So that, my role is to uh, make sure that happens. So wh- um, why did um, Reekin Housing Group decide to um, look at social value? What what made them want to do that? So uh, in 2013, the Furniture Scheme, Fuse, um, Revive became partners of the Reekin Housing Group and those were social enterprises independent social enterprises and we worked as uh, partners of the Reekin Housing Group for um, five years until last year the the group went into a complete restructure um, to look at how they um, had better governance so they brought everything in so we're now all part of the Reekin Housing Group but they during those discussions what they were looking at doing is delivering care housing and social enterprise and so they took the 
decision that that was how they wanted to operate. So we want, they wanted to operate as a housing association that delivered care, but had this culture of social enterprise that ran through it. So that's why. Sounds amazing. Um, I and, um, I, I'm um, having known you for a number of years and your um, background in social enterprise, um, I can imagine it's it's quite exciting to be involved in an organisation that's, that's decided one of their strands of work um, as a housing association is actually social enterprise. So it's probably quite unique. Very. I was. I can't tell you how excited I was when we actually got them to recognise that. So as we've restructured, we have we've now recognised ourselves as a social business. So um, we have an amazing corporate social responsibility policy that is really, really good. And I use that when I'm talking to people about how we operate because it really spells out our commitment to social enterprise, social business, so social impact. So that is a fab document. And it is exciting because we've gone from, when we joined the Roofing Housing Group in 2013, Social enterprise was brand new. Very few people within the organisation knew what it was. Uh, and we've gone from that to recognising ourselves as a social enterprise, um, which is just amazing. <laughs> so um, it, it sounds um, quite simplistic in terms of um, 2013, no one knew about social enterprise. And now in 2019, you the um, group is now saying it's a social enterprise. What was the journey like and what, 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 what's happened along the way in that six-year period that, that's actually enabled that to happen? Okay. I mean, in an organisation this size, um, the journey has been a slow and sometimes frustrating one. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but... I think my background in social enterprise has helped me with that because it's never been an easy, an easy route to, to follow. Um, the organisations that I set up in the early days, it took a lot of knocking on doors to get people to recognise what they were, recognise their value and to grow them. So in a way, it's a similar, it's been a similar journey. I think that... Um, I felt it was really important that, so it was the board was saying, this is what they wanted to be. Senior management here, the executive team got that. But still, there were lots of people within the organization that didn't understand it, didn't know what social enterprise was. And I just thought how it was really important that we, we got that, sort of embedded that so that we did some work with everybody. So we ran this, this through the whole organization so that we would get more and more people understanding what it was, wanting to be part of it. And so it has been a slow journey. Um, uh, my colleague and I, Sam, Sam Hine, who's the uh, um, business, uh, project development manager, and, and I've come up with this, this uh, amazing um, social investment strategy, which has taken us months and months and months to get approval for, but we've hung in there. I mean, with it going back to the board, eventually with some, um, you know, some work with them, they've approved it and it was approved uh, only last week. So it's taken a long, you just have to keep, it, you have to hang in there. I mean, it really matters to me, this does. I think that to get an organisation this size, to embrace social enterprise, to want to deliver social value 
is worth all the effort um, because they will then be, you know, they will make a big impact in the social enterprise world. So the work, you know, the, the work and the frustration and the knockbacks, it's all worth it. <laughs> it's, it's it sounds um like you, you've just been um tapping away gently on the door and, and and being really persistent um you mentioned there about the the board um approving your social investment strategy just last week so this is very um perfect time to have this conversation really um so um in terms of social value and how that features in the decision making processes is is that um, very much just the board? How does it fit in with other decision making across the organisation? Absolutely. So we had a meeting last week as well to look at the strategic plan of the operation. And there's seven pillars in that. And pillar number two is social value. So social value will wrap around every single thing we do. So my role is to be working at senior level so when we're looking at any of any of the policies, the procedures that we do, all of them will look at that. So um, as I said about this corporate social responsibility policy is amazing. And then from that hang the procurement, the HR, all the other strategies come from that. So that is completely running through the whole organization. It'll take some more work yet, you know, and so as we're updating strategies, we they'll be working with me and the team to look at how we make sure social value is included in that and not just as a as a tick box actually really working on it properly so that when we're looking at procuring we're looking at actually going in there at the very beginning of that process and talking to and working out what it actually is we want when we're procuring and you know whether it's whether it's a, a contract for development or whether it's a product that we actually think about it properly how we want to do this so yeah no it's uh, a few weeks ago we had a business brief here and we and I led on it and we've talked so we've got you know talking about how we procure what we buy how what coffee we have here we're running it completely through the organization using examples of so simple social enterprises that really spell it out to people why you would want to buy from a social enterprise or buy social Wow, um, you've got you've got um, a lot of work to do still. <laughs> um, so, um, in terms of your um, social value strategy, um, I, I love the sound of it because I'm I am always talking to people about having not um, a strategy that actually is integrated with their what they want to do around social value. So, having a social strategy essentially, and it sounds as if you're you're really really close and 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 working quite deeply in that area um have you got um in terms of that strategy are there social value metrics so things that you're going to measure in terms of um, perhaps the social value you want to create how many social enterprises you want to develop or how much you want to procure from social enterprises those kind of things is there anything like that in there yeah so at that board meeting when the, where they approved the um, strategy we also they'd also the board had said they would like some metrics so we've gone to them with a suggestion of the types of metrics that we think would um, measure you know what we, what it is we wanted to deliver through the the strategy we they were they are metrics that we can get the easily get the information for, for. 
so that we can, and they, they like them, we're going to have, we're going to come out of it with six headline metrics and, a, and a quite a few other ones that sit below those. They want those to be reported to them for every board meeting. So they, very, they are very interested in, in how we measure that. Um, and obviously it makes sense to have measurements that we can easily get the information for um, and get that information to them for the board, you know, for quarterly board meetings. So yeah, we've got that all in place. <laughs> there's, there's nothing you're not doing at the moment. Um, you've also mentioned about uh, social procurement. Um, now I I know that you're um, quite involved with um, Social Enterprise UK and their by social campaign. Um, so I'm imagine that this is a big chunk of what you you're trying to do. Um, you've talked about the coffee and different things. Um, so is this going to be as much as possible bought socially or are you also looking at local suppliers or other other two kind of connected in that you want local social enterprises and yes we're looking at all of that Heidi so we um we recognize that there are we want to buy local as well as buy social we recognize that there are companies that won't be able to supply on a small scale which is fine Mm -hmm. We we rec so if we there'll be some things that we want to buy on a large scale so we'll look, we'll be looking at buying social but on a larger scale. Mm -hmm. We also want to buy from local businesses as well. So we we understand that you know we may just buy one or two products from them and have them in certain places. Mm -hmm. So yeah, working with Social Enterprise UK, mm -hmm. we now Fuse. We've got an intranet here which runs across the group. So Fuse has got its own link on there and we've also got a buy social link on the internet too now and these things like that thrill me so when we get that <laughs> the logo on there we've got a buy social tab on the internet and i've worked with social enterprise uk with that so liz min who's there has given me the links the right links to go in there and the right wording to go with it so that we're doing the right thing so when people are saying to me where can we procure whatever from we want to buy mm -hmm. and they want to now buy from a social enterprise buy social they get that now so they're coming to me and saying where can we buy it from and i'm thinking what are so that's why we've got this so we're looking into this and we're working with social enterprise so that we can then you know i'm getting all this enthusiasm i've got to then come up with the goods so we've got some we're getting some links we have got some links now so that people can start to do that but there's there's work to be done there because i'm like I said, I'm getting all them enthusiastic and, and making them see why they should do that. Because we spend so much money here. We should be buying in a good way, buying socially, you know, buying locally. We're, we're pretty good at that, though. And you know that because you work with us on our, our um, social value, um, our SROI, um, and, our, and the report to go with that. Um, so you know that we are pretty good at buying locally and buying from local businesses anyway. I've been quite impressed with that. But, you know, there's more that can be done. And I'm quite keen to buy from small local businesses as well and local social enterprises. Do you um, see there's a, a role, um, as, as you said, one of the strands is around um, having social enterprises as well as housing and care. Um, whilst you're looking at all these products that you source, uh, do you think that you'll potentially be setting up social enterprises to um, provide those products and services if they don't exist out there in the market already? Or will you look at other people to do that? I, that's, 
that's further away that is, but I mm -hmm. really would like to do that. I would like to be able to build capacity within the social enterprise sector. And yeah. um, I don't know how I'm gonna do that yet. I think <laughs> what, what I want to do first before we get to that is to embed a culture of social enterprise in this organization. So what we're looking at, so I talked about Food Cut Services, our grounds, grounds maintenance company. They absolutely love, they get that, they can see how that works, they really like the way it works. We deliver great services and a great value for money as well as providing huge amounts of social value. What we're looking at within this group is what other services we can deliver in that way. So that is a big thing for me to be able to do that. So if we can deliver more of the services in a, with a social enterprise in a social enterprise way, that is a, that's a really good thing to be doing. So we're looking at that, we're look, and we're working on that now. We're looking at where we source products from and, you know, all sorts of stuff. We've done away with plastics here, single-use plastics, and we're really working on that. And that is that is the next thing that's further down the line for me, but I do want to do that. I want to either not necessarily set up social enterprises ourselves, but work with social enterprises that are there already to help them build capacity to be able to deliver the services that we want delivering and to find them, find the ones that are out there. Um, so yeah, that is, but not quite yet. <laughs> yeah, just trying to find out what your next um, stage is, you see, because um, I, I know um, from knowing you for so long, I know there's always a next step that's out there in is. your mind, uh, ready. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, Something that um, we haven't mentioned yet is the, um, which I know about because I've, I've been doing some work with you um, around your impact measurement, is that you've got social impact champions. So um, what are social impact champions? Okay. So, <laughs> and what do they do? Well, okay. <laughs> or what is the plan? <laughs> I said earlier that, you know, the, a lot of people in this organisation didn't understand what social enterprise, never heard of social enterprise, didn't know what it was, why should we be involved in it? And so I thought the only way that we could do that is to better, for people to better understand all levels within the organisation so that you get this whole enthusiasm going through the organisation. I thought we can only do that by recruiting some people and enthusing them and inspiring them and making them really understand what social enterprise was about. And initially, I didn't know what else I was going to do with him apart from that. So working again with Sam. So Sam says, Sam Hine, who I work with, says, I come up with the ideas and her job is to try and make them work. <laughs> so I, I said, we need champions. And she, what are they going to do? I said, oh, but we need to have champions that we can... Uh, that understand about social enterprise. So if they understand about it, then they can talk to their colleagues about it. As people in the organisation understand about it, can start to spread the word and talk about it and be, go away from meetings with us feeling enthusiastic and inspired and wanting to do more about it. So that's how we started. And we, um, and they, Sam said, how many people do you want? I said, well, at least 30, what, 30? We've got about 35 now and they're coming, you know, they so we start off with a handful and it's built and mm -hmm. people are asking if they can join and we're still getting people joining in. And um, so their role is to be the eyes and ears really. So they, they go away fully understanding what social enterprise is, why we should be delivering social value, 
looking at the social value we already deliver here. And that was one of the things I found when I first started talking to people is that we've got some pockets of really good stuff going on. Really great social value being delivered by a team. They know about it. Nobody else does. You know, so it's about picking those things up, telling them, telling them to us so that we can replicate that across the whole organisation so that other tenants benefit from those services that that team delivers because somebody in that team just happens to have that expertise. So we also want them to those, they're feeding case studies to us. They're telling us about good practice. They're telling, talking to us about where things could be different, where they could add value. They're feeding into us now things they want to see change and they're going to start. So we've trained them up. They understand about measuring. There's some in the, the champions that really want to get involved in that measuring. They're from all different parts of the organisation, from senior managers to reception, you know, a whole range of different people so that you've got that rippling into the whole organisation from all different places. And then we're now going to start taking some action. So we, the next meeting they come to, they're going to tell us what it is they want to see change, what they think they could do to make those changes. We're going to set up, we're in the process of having up a forum so they can feed ideas into us so that they can tell us what things they'd like to see happen or ideas for stuff and we can respond to that so that they know that they're feeding into something where they can see something happen. So it's, it's about this culture of change running through the organisation with those people in the middle of it all. Wow, it sounds like utopia. <laughs> um, it's like, um, I always say my vision is a, a world where all, all businesses are social enterprises. I, I think I need to, to come up and um, be in them, um, Regan Housing Group permanently because it's like, it is all social enterprise. <laughs> and, and that's my vision too, Heidi. I think all businesses should be social enterprises. Mm. Why wouldn't they be? Yeah. And if we can turn a big organisation like this, we turn over 70 million, we're a big organisation. If we can use our spend to buy social, to procure in the right way, that is a really good example for others to follow. Definitely. That's why I'm interviewing you. Because <laughs> I want more people to, to start doing this, um, particularly housing associations, because you do have big um, budgets that you're spending, particularly on um, housing development, um, all the repairs and major works, as well as just running your, your day-to-day operations and services. There's so much that, that could actually be made more social. <laughs> um, and also then there's the huge environmental impact of, and that absolutely comes from all of that as well absolutely. and and all the work that you do with your your customers and and helping them to to have better quality lives as well so there's so much social value that ripples through all the different areas um so you've mentioned some of your plans about potentially um capacity building other social enterprises um any other plans around social value and social enterprise that you want to share at this time <laughs> <laughs> so this is, I see this as quite a long game here to get this, this whole organisation, you know, operating in the way that you've just described, buying social, procuring socially, that, and looking at our, the way in our environment, environmental impact too, and I'm looking at that, and we've got, we've just recruited some people that are interested in help us to do that too, 
So we've got um, an environmental action plan here that we make really just start, we're going to have a look at, see where we are on it and start to move forward again on that. So I see that it's all as a long game, that it's important to me to really do it properly so the whole organisation absolutely is operating as a social business and with everything that it does because I think that's important to, as the statement it makes, because as you say, for its customers, for its staff, it's everybody, it's tenants, everybody that's involved with the organisation, but for the world, the impact it makes on the world with an organisation this size too. So that, to me, I think is would be quite a big achievement, and I, and I can see, you know, there's a way to go yet, but we're making good inroads into mm -hmm. it, and that if we can build the social enterprise um, culture in the area and help other social enterprises to be able to deliver to us and I mean, I quite like the cooperative models, you know, that, you know, where you've got your examples of divine chocolate and others that, that have that, you know, which means that you don't all have to be massive businesses, mm -hmm. but that you can come together in a cooperative type approach and you can bring this. So, the, you know, there's quite a bit of work to be done on that. So there's, there's plenty. What's your deadline for doing all that next year? <laughs> I'm giving myself a few years on this, Heidi. Okay. But I do, I think it's a few years well invested to do this. And it, it's starting to get out there a bit what we're doing here. And housing associations don't typically shout about themselves. You know, they're not, um, they're quite low key, I find, you know, the world that they're not like, oh, look at us, look what we're doing. They're not so but they do look at what others are doing and think actually you know we could be doing that too and we do we are getting that interest from other housing associations that would like to do more and need to know you know how we've done it brilliant so um not only are you going to be sorting out um making housing group but and turning that all social you, you're going to be um, doing every other housing association in the country whilst careful. also capacity building all the social enterprises <laughs> And converting businesses to social enterprises. I, I think um, you'll probably have this nailed within a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> I might need a bigger team. <laughs> yeah, you, you might, you might do. <laughs> right. Well, um, thank you so much, Jean. It's been so nice talking to you today and finding out what you're up to um, as the MD of Fuse and also um, in your role across the Beacon Housing Group. So it's been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Heidi. You've been listening to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. If you've enjoyed the podcast, why not leave a review or rating? And if you'd like to be on the show, then please get in touch via my website, makeanimpactcic.co.uk. Thank you for listening.